0: Hello and welcome back to the TTD, Tatani Talks Duff, this year where we talk a Duff lesson a day in a few minutes your way. We're looking at Gemara Megillah 9a towards the middle. The Gemara talks about the very famous incident with Ptolemy, spelled Pit Ptolemy, but said Ptolemy, I believe, as was taught in Abrisa talking about the Greek and Greek language, why sometimes it's okay to write things in Greek and how things are translated into Greek. How did this come about? The incident with King Ptolemy, where the Torah was translated into Greek, is as follows. It was taught in Abrisa. There was an incident with King Ptolemy that he gathered 72 elders of Israel and placed them in 72 houses and he did not reveal to them at first for what purpose he had gathered them. He then visited each one of them and said to them individually, Write for me a Greek translation of the Torah of Moshe, your teacher, the Holy One. Blessed is he placed counsel in each of their hearts, and all of them independently arrived at a common decision about how to translate various words in the Torah. The notes point out which, if translated literally, might anger Ptolemy or create Misconceptions in his mind, Ptolemy anticipated such substitutions and sought to ensure accuracy by commissioning independent translations. But God intervened and placed common ideas in the minds of the translators. The Brycer proceeds to list the changes that the sages made in their Greek translation of the Torah. So they went and they wrote the Torah for him in Greek. For example, what they did was Elochimbaraberish. God created in the beginning. Why did they do this? The notes point out. Rather than it actually appears in Genesis one, one, Barah, Elohim, in the beginning created God, heaven and earth. For they had perceived, they preserved the sequence of the original. If they did that, Ptolemy might misconstrue the Greek word for in the beginning to be the proper name of another deity who created God. Rashi points out God forbid. Since one would expect the name of the creator to appear first in the verse. So they did that. Then they did many other things that they changed. Instead of, I shall make man in image and form, instead of saying, let us make man, not as Adam, which obviously Hashem did for humility, to teach us humility that he counseled with the angels, even though obviously Hashem does everything himself and he's in control, they wrote the word, I shall make man in image and form. Basically, the Brysa goes on to discuss many different examples where they change things because it would be misconstrued by Ptolemy, misinterpreted, and God forbid, misseen. Many times in life, unfortunately, people see things the wrong way. People understand things the wrong way. They don't have the full picture. We have to be don the cuffs, cuffs in general. But sometimes when things are, are construed in a certain way, it's easy for people to get the wrong impression. If a person walks in, Yankel Haimashul, walks into McDonald's with a He sits his out, what is your immediate reaction? What is your first reaction? Yankel? he went to school with me. He went to high school with me and. What is he doing? He's going into McDonald's. He can't withstand the smell and the taste of fast, non-Jewish, non-kosher food and non-Jewish food. What? Had you had the full story, if you miss, if you could have construed it a different way, you would have looked at it a different way. You could have said, oh, your uncle has beads of sweat all around his face. It is 95 degrees out, or it was 95 degrees in his office. They had no air conditioning during the spring or the summer, or they put the heat on way too high in the office in the cold winter, and he is... The cooler ran out. He forgot to bring water on his way to the office. And McDonald's is the most nearby place to get a bottle of closed water, perfectly kosher. And if you would have stayed a few more minutes, you would have seen him come out of the restaurant with two closed bottles of water with a perfectly acceptable acceptable behavior. The sages understood that Ptolemy looks at the verse, looks at how he's seeing the Torah, looking for excuses, looking for reasons to judge not favorably, to look for trouble, to look for problems. In life, people often, unfortunately, look for problems, look for trouble. How can we construe things? How could we interpret things? How could we look at things and events in life to try to be done, try to look for the proper aspect of an element? You see a sage doing something not sagely? By definition, the Gemara says you have to look for a reason why. Assume the best out of good people. Assume the worst out of bad people. But yes, a horrible murderer is doing something that looks righteous. It's probably not righteous. But a righteous person doing something that looks bad, looks evil, have to assume the good, have to assume the best. Try to look at it. Try to assume the best. The sages knew how to interpret the Torah to construe things in a way that wouldn't lead to misinterpretation, God forbid. That wouldn't lead to Don lekhav bad. That would only lead to understanding the Torah in a way that could be construed in the right way. When we look at people around us, when we see people around us, try to construe the events in a proper way. And when you go about your actions, try to make it look that you're doing actions in the right way. If there is a kosher store or there is a CVS closer, then the McDonald's try to do that. But as best as we can, try to go about your actions in the best way. And when you see others, try to interpret them in the best way. As the sieges teach us in this story from Megillah. Today. Join us next time as we talk Magilla 10 here on the TTD.